In this year, we introduced the framework of Misadrin Levalchov, under which an insolvent debtor is allowed to retain certain basic and limited personal and business assets, and the rest are given to the creditors. We begin with the Gemara, Bavmetziah, Kuftas Bavmetzalaf. The Gemara is actually not discussing, at this point, Misadrin Levalchov, it's actually discussing the prohibition of Losavol, Beisol, Lavot, Avoto, the prohibition against entering the home of a debtor to seize collateral. But, as we'll see, the Gemara's discussion will be relevant to Misadrin, as we'll see in the following share, some posts can apply what the Gemara says here to Misadrin. The Gemara says, You can't enter the home of a debtor. The home of a debtor you can't enter. If the obligation is that of a guarantor, a co-signer, he's not the debtor himself, this prohibition does not apply. This prohibition only applies to the home of a debtor. A little bit later, the Gemara says, L'tzad Sheni, a Dabar Acherash, he says, another Drasha, L'beta we'ata nichnas, the prohibition is against entering the home of a debtor, Avalata nichnas, to the home of people who have, who are liable for other obligations, L'schar Kasef, L'schar Chamar, L'schar Pundak, L'schar Diuknos, different types of other obligations, a porter's wages, a donkey driver's wages, an innkeeper's payment, someone who made Diuknos, drawings, so other obligations that are not based on debts, that are not debts, that you incurred obligations in other ways, those obligations, the prohibition of does not apply to them. We'll see later, Sefer Trumas brings a discussion as to whether some say the same way that the Torah's, prohibit, the Torah's protection for a, a lovet, for a borrower of does not apply to these debts, neither do the protections of Misadrin. The right to retain certain assets don't apply to these debts. Others, uh, others disagree. That's, that's going to be a discussion later. But getting back to the Iker Sugev Misadrin, earlier on Kukir Gimel, the Mishnah says, If the debtor has two, two kalim, two of a certain type of keli, So the creditor can seize one and leave him the other one. Then it discusses the halacha that you have to return, the things that he needs, like pillows and blankets, maxer, sakar, balayla, he needs them at night, you can seize them during the day, you return them at night, but you can seize them but you have to return it during the day when he needs it to do his work. The mate in a But once he dies, the, this obligation to return it no longer applies, you don't have to return it to the heirs. But the Tanakama, the Mishnah, seems to hold that you can never hold on to it as long as the person's alive, you can never uh, hold on to it, you always have to return it at the appropriate time. The obligation to return it, even to the debtor himself, when he's still alive, only applies up to 30 days. You can seize them and sell them, and you no longer have to return them. So the Tanakhama says, you always have to return them. Rabbi Shem says that after 30 days have elapsed, you can sell them in Basin. As we'll see, the Gemara is going to explain, apparently, Kipshuto, the Machlokas, is whether we say Misadrin Lebalchov or not. Rabbi Shimon Galil says, no misadrin, you can seize and sell everything once 30 days have elapsed. Tanakama says, no, that you have to, you have to, you can't take his, his basic, his basic needs, the, the, the assets that he needs for basic living, his, his car and his, his car and his machresha, those things you can never sell. It seems the, that this is a machlokus about whether we say misadrin or balchov, as the Gemara will seem to indicate. The Gemara clarifies, what do you, what exactly do you leave for the what what exactly did, what exactly does does he retain? So no say mito mito matzah asher two mitas and a matzah a type of spread for an asher mito mito mapa it's a different type of mat for an ani 
these basic uh, sleeping accessories you leave to the usher and the ani. Only the ones he personally needs. You don't give him extra ones for his family, for his wife and sons and daughters. Then the Brisa says, Just as the rule of Masadrin Balchov, the framework applies to a debtor, someone who borrows money, it applies to Arachin as well, someone who said, made an Erech, who committed himself to give an Erech, the value of someone, to, to Hektish, the same rules apply that, we, that, that if he can't afford it, he retains certain assets. Klapin Laya, the Gemara says, Ikrasidr Be'arachin Ksiv. As we'll see, the primary limud, the primary idea that there's such a thing as misadrin, that you leave him basic assets, the source of that is arachin. We, we learn from that, tuchot. The Gemara says, you're right, Ela'ema, we have to reread the b'risa, kederach shemisadrin ba'arachin, kach misadrin b'balchot. Just as the principle of misadrin applies, the framework of misadrin applies to arachin, to that type of neder dehektish, so it applies to a debtor as well. Rashi explains the drasha. In Arachin, it says, that if he's, if he's too poor to pay the Erech, that let him live, give him his basic needs. When the Gizbor comes to see his collateral, he doesn't have enough to pay. Then it says, so, the, so you leave him, you leave him what he needs to live, and the rest you take, and... Uh, and the rest you take and give to Hekdish. So, that's the Mark Maskana, that, that's how it should read. The Iker Sidur is Barachin Ksiv, and the, and according to this opinion, Kedarach Shemesadrin Barachin, Kach Mesadrin Balchov, that we leave the Lova, we leave the Lova some, uh, some basic assets that he needs, but not for Ishto Bana, Rashi explains, Hachayehu Ksiv, the Drash is Hachayehu, he has to be allowed to live, he has to be given basic necessities to live, but not for his wife and children. It's not the community's job. If they need to doctor, let the community do it. It's not the Malva's job. It's not the creditor's job to leave extra assets so that the debtor can support his wife and children. Rashi says, what does Masadrin mean? So, Shaman Laniach Lotzar Chechayav, his basic necessities to live, Lashon Beherachoso, Lishna Akrina, Shemasardin, Lashon Srid, Shtein Shemati. So there are different etymologies for what Masadrin means, but what it means, practically, is that you leave certain necessities, certain basic living necessities. Ligmar clarifies, what is mita, mitu, matza, and mita, mitu, mapats? Why two mitas, Ligmar says? One for him and one for his wife? We already said, you don't leave anything for his, for his wife and children. So Ligmar says, easy, 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 day. One is for eating, and one is the zogala, one is for sleeping. Then Ligmar says, really? Is this the halacha we just said is, misadrin barachin, kach misadrin balchov? We reread the b'raista. Just as we say misadrin, we apply this framework in the context of arachin, we apply it to debtors who borrowed money as well. So the Gemara says, really, what does that mean? Hash dezvunim is We had in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon Galil says, that the, that you sell everything after 30 days. You sell his car, you sell everything. So you even sell it. So what do you mean shadurim misadrin We're not misadrinan, we, we take away everything. So the Gemara says, what do you mean we sell everything? But the Tanakhama says you have to give it back to him. You don't sell his pillow. You don't sell his plow. You, you, you seize him as collateral and you keep giving it back to him whenever he needs him. And the car at night, the Makhresha during the day. So you don't seize it. You hold on to it indefinitely. You don't sell it. The Gemara says, you're right. And the Kasha was to Rabbi Shemim Gamliel. The Tanakh, Rabbi Shemim Gamliel, Tanakhame. The Tana, who was, who was reporting the Mishnah to, to, to Rabbi Nachman, brought the Halacha of Rabbi Shemim Gamliel. That, uh, that, 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 the, that, that, that the objection of Rav Nachman when the, when, when the, 
the, the Rav Nachman was discussing this in the, in the context of Rav Shem and Liel, that, that this b'risa that said that Kederach from Esadrin al-Balchov, Kachman, 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 the Tana who reported that b'risa to Rav Nachman, he said it, Rav Shem and Liel said the Tana told Rav Nachman, I have a b'risa, the b'risa says, Rav Hashem Megamliel says, just as we say misadrin for Arachin, so too do we say misadrin for Balchov. On that, Rav Nachman objected. We certainly don't. Rav Hashem Megamliel in the Mishnah says, you sell everything after 30 days. You can't tell me there's a b'risa that says, Rav Hashem Megamliel says misadrin. Rav Hashem Megamliel, based on what he says in the Mishnah, most certainly does not hold misadrin. So this is the, the point that Gemara makes, this is going to be the Maskana. Rav Hashem Megamliel in the Mishnah, who says you sell everything, including the car, including the Makresha, he certainly does not hold of Misadrin. The Pashtas is the Tanakamu who said you don't sell things, that you don't sell the car, you don't sell the Makresha, you hold on to them indefinitely. When, when there's Yarshim, the, when there's Yarshim, it's different. But the Tanakamu said that as long as he's alive, you don't sell anything. You don't sell his car in Makresha. Tanakamu holds Misadrin. That thing Mark doesn't say explicitly. We'll see that Tosis brings, Rabbi Tam understands things differently. But the Pashtas is, from Shimming Aliel, the Gemara is saying, does not hold Misadrin, the bride that said Misadrin, Certainly cannot go according to Rishon Galil. The Bryce apparently is going according to the Chachamim who hold Misadrin. So Misadrin is a Machlokas Tanon. Rishon Galil says, we don't say Misadrin. Hashta, Hashta Zvune, Mizabnina Lei, Sudurim Misadrin We do not hold Misadrin. And, uh, the Bryce that said Misadrin is a different sheet. So it's Machlokas Tanon, whether we say Misadrin Lubalchov or a Misadrin Lubalchov. The Gemara asks, it's not so simple, who told you that Roshim Galil of the Mishnah who says you sell the car, you sell the Machresha, who says that he doesn't hold the Sadrin? Maybe he does hold the Sadrin. So how do you sell the car? How do you sell the Machresha? If you hold the Sadrin, he needs his car. He needs his Machresha. Those are quintessential examples of personal effects that he needs. Business, uh, business property is Machresha that he needs. The Gemara says maybe Roshim Galil means up to 30 days, you leave the plow intact, you leave the car intact, and you return the one you took, you returned to him. Mikan ve'elach, after 30 days have elapsed, you sell the, the one he has, if it's an expensive one, it's silk clothing, fancy, expensive clothing, you sell that, and you give him simple ones, of wool or of canvas, Rashi says, basic materials. Maybe that's what happens. Misadrin, we always say, we always leave him some basic clothing and a basic plow, but from Shem means, after 30 days, you sell it, and with the excess, the, he doesn't need such an expensive clothing or such an expensive plow, that's what you sell. And that would be consistent with Misadrin, as we're going to see later in the postkin. Misadrin, even though you leave him clothing, you don't have to leave him very fancy clothing, you leave him basic clothing. If his clothing is expensive, you sell it, and the, and the creditor takes the, the excess value. So maybe that's what Rosh Hashim holds. The Gemara says, no, Rosh Hashim certainly holds a Misadrin, because Esau Tadata, Isla, Rosh Hashim Lil, if Rabbi Shimon Gilel holds Misadrin, he would not distinguish between expensive and fancy, because Lekha Midid Lo Chazile. Rabbi Shimon Gilel himself holds, as do other Tanaim, holds a principle called Kol Yisrael Bnei Malachim Haim, all Jews have the status of princes, the sons of kings. If he's used to wearing expensive clothing, then we would, uh, we would have to leave him the expensive clothing. The, we'd have to leave him expensive clothing. Rashi explains that the 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 halacha is that the halacha is that that he would that, that if he's used to it then he needs it. If from Shmuel would hold him the Sadrin Balkov, then Lekha Midi Lakazulay. Once he's used to it, Mahashahurgalba, since Kali Swabrahim Malachamhaim, if you hold Masadrin, then you would not sell anything after thirty days, you would leave him whatever he's used to. So that's the Maskara of the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon Begum Leil holds Ein Misadrin. If he would hold Misadrin, you would have to leave him expensive clothing, whatever he's used to you'd have to leave him. 
the town of the Brisa, but said, Kederach Shemesadrin Barachin, Kach Mesadrin Lebalchov, that kind of says that we are Mesadrin. As we'll see, the Halakha is going to be Mesadrin, but as we said before, not the, not the expensive ones. You do sell the expensive ones because, as we're going to see, the post can say that we don't go with this rule of Bnei Malachim Heim. Kolish Bob Bnei Malachim, Malik, not in this context, we, we pass him that you do say Mesadrin, and that you sell whatever he has, and even if he needs it, then you buy him more basic ones. Rabbi Shemuel says, Ain Misadrin. He holds if you would say Misadrin, you would live him everything, because Kol Yisrael B'nei Malachim Heim. But you don't say Misadrin, and after 30 days, you sell everything that he has. Igmar goes on for quite a while, discussing whether we pass in Misadrin or Ain Misadrin. We've already seen it's Machlokas Tanan. The Gemara brings various Amorim who discuss the question, Ibayilahu, Ma'ushi Yisadru B'balchov, Migamar Micha Micha Me'arachin Olo. The Gemara expresses the, the question, the, 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 the fundamental question, do we say Misadrin Lubalchov? Do we learn the drasha of Xerashava of Micha Micha Me'arachin Olo? That would be the source of Misadrin. Misvara, apparently, we would definitely say, hey, Misadrin, Mechatesi, he owes the Malva money. Well, why wouldn't you have to give everything to the Malva? But the, the reason you would is because of the drasha of, because, because of, because of this Xerashava of, uh, this Yerushava of Micha Micha Me'arachin, we, we learn from Arachin, according to one possibility that we, that we learn from, from the Yerushava, from Arachin or not. So they asked the Shaila, Tashma, the Shalak Ravan Ba'agarte, Ravan sent the letter, Dover Rabosai, I posed this question to all my teachers, they didn't, they didn't answer anything, but then he goes on and tries to prove whether we do say Misadrin or not. The Gemara goes on, Rashi says that the Shaila was asked in the base Medrash and we can learn Ain Misadrin. The Gemara discusses this further. Later, the Gemara says, Ashkichei Rabba Baravua Lelio. Rabba Baravua met Elio in a basic varus of Abdi Kachavim. He asked him the question, Maoshi Yisadru B'Valchot, what's the halacha? Misadrin or Ein Misadrin? According to the gears that we have. Amrle, we do say Misadrin. Gamar Micha Micha Me'arachin. We learn from Arachin that we do say Misadrin. What's the Gzera Shava? Gabe Arachin Ksiv Imachu Me'arkecha. Gabe Balchot Ksiv Chiyomu Chachicha. When your brother is poor. So we dash in this drasha that there is a principle of Misadrin with regard to a Balchov as well. So we have a Machlokas Tanoim, we have a Machlokas discussion with Amorim. How do we pass it? So it's a major Machlokas we show him. Tosis brings Rabbeinu Tam, Pasuk Rabbeinu Tam, Basefer Ayashar, Dein Misadrin Balchov, because Rosh Hashim in the Mishnah, the Gemara said Rosh Hashim in the Mishnah is not compatible with Misadrin. He clearly holds Ein Misadrin, as we discussed earlier. And we pass him, Halakha Rosh Hashim the Mishnah Seinu. That we always pass him like the Rishon Galil when he expresses an opinion in the Mishnah. Unless the Gemara says, unless uh, the Gemara explicitly rules otherwise. Here he says, all these, all these Amoram and Arsugya, all this whole discussion, there's none of the Amoram explicitly passed Misadrin. Rabbi Baravua asked Elio, Maushi Sadril Balchov, and he said, we do, we're going Micha Micha Me'arachin. That's not a right either, he said. That's not the Gemara passing that we say Misadrin. Rabbi Tam wants to be Gareth. The question was not, are we Misadrin? The question was, Minayan Shemisadrin. If you're Misadrin, according to that opinion, what would be the source? And the answer was, the source was Micha Micha Me'arachin. But in Akhenami, he wasn't taking sides. He was just saying, I want to understand. If you hold Misadrin, what's the source? And the answer is, Micha Micha Me'arachin. But he wasn't actually passing Misadrin, Rabbeinu Tam says. Rabbeinu Tam brings other rayas. What about the Rabbanon of our Mishnah? The Rabbanon of our Mishnah seemed to disagree with Rabbeinu Shemun Galil. So Rabbeinu Tam already said... We pass the like Rabbanon Galil in the Mishnah, lest the Gemara pass in otherwise. Now Rabbeinu Tam adds, even the Rabbanon may may hold uh, Ein Misadrin. The Rabbanon we're talking about when he's not trying to seize the property as payment. He's just trying to take a mashkan. Then, as a mashkan, the Rabbanon say you have to return it. So Rabbeinu Galil says even a mashkan 
Even a mashkan, you can sell after 30 days. But if you're taking it for Torah's Gvia, if you're seizing it as actual payment, then even the Rabbanon agree, a Sadrin, so Rabbanon Tam Paskins, that, Rabbanon Tam Paskins, that, a Sadrin, even when Elio answered, Micha, Micha, even if you go with Maushi Yisadru, Elio was just being Madchem, he says, but uh, Rabbanon Tam Paskins, that, that a Sadrin, like Rabbanon Megam Leo. That sheet is Rabbanon Tam. However, most Rishonim disagree. The rush, the rush says, Rabbeinu Tam Pasach, to Ein Misadrin Lebalchov. However, he says, Rav Ilfas, the Rif, the Gaonim Zal, and the Gaonim Pasku to Misadrin, they all pass in Misadrin. That, uh, we don't pass in Kalish Kol Bnei Malachim So even though it's Misadrin, that doesn't mean if he wore a very expensive silk garment, he keeps it. That if it was worth, uh, an Istla Basmeya Mana, if he was wearing some kind of garment worth a hundred Mana, we take it away and we give him a basic Istla that's suitable for someone, suitable for him. And that Rosh Hashanah that that the Rosh Hashanah who said that's a shita. Let's help the Kachamim now. We don't pass it like them. So this is the shita of most we show him that we do we do pass in the Sadrin of Balchov, but we don't pass him that he gets the fancy itzla that you leave him the basic necessities of an appropriate level and the and the rest you sell. And that's how we pass him. That's how all the later posts can pass him. The details about the details of the Sadrin, what exactly you leave. So we we touched on it in Bamatzia. You don't leave for his family. But again, since, since Mesadrin is derived from Arachin, the details are found in a Mishnah in Mesechus Arachin. The Mishnah says, Apopisha Amru Chayve Arachin Mashkin Noso. You take, you take a Mashkin, you seize his property. However, if he doesn't, if he doesn't pay, you seize his property against his will. However, we do allow him to retain certain property, certain assets. What specifically? This is, and these are the halachas that are going to apply to Mesadrin Lebalchov as well. We give him Muzun Shloshim Yom, food for 30 days. Uchsus Shnemas Archodesh, clothing, twelve months worth of clothing, Mita Mutzas, a bed with its uh, with its spread, Sandalov with Tfilov, we leave him his sandals and his Tfilin, Lo, we leave him these things, Abalolishtolabana, but not, as we saw in Bhavatia, not for his wife and children. These are personal assets. What about business assets? Imhaya Uman, if he's an, an artisan, a craftsman, no Sinloshnekliumnis Mikalman Vimin. You leave him two of each type of tool that he uses. If he's, uh, if he's a charash, if he's a carpenter, two different types of saws or adzes, different types of tools that the, that the carpenters, the carpenters use. Really, as if he's a farmer, his, his pair of oxen to, to do his farming work. Chamar, if he's a donkey driver, you leave him his chamar, as we'll see in the Gemara, though this is really as shita, we actually do not pasture like this. Rashi says that we leave him food and clothing and bed and fillin, that we leave him money to buy them if he doesn't have them. The Mikolmin Vimin, you only leave him two of each type of Kaili, but if he has multiple Kalim, some of them need four or five different Kalim, Rashi says, so you leave him two of each one. Uh, however, Rabbi Ezra says that in, this, in, this encompasses even the Temed Bakar and the donkeys, but we, as we see, the Chum disagree, and the Gemara is going to discuss that further. The mission continues, he has multiple instances of one keli, but, uh, but, but only one of another. You don't say sell the excess and, and, and give him a second of the, a second or a first even of the muat. No, nope. you let him keep two of the maruba and the, whatever he has of the muat, and Hektish takes everything else, and uh, that's what you do. And these are the halakhas, as we'll see, these are the halakhas that are going to apply to to a uh, to a Masad, to Masad as well. The Gemara says, "Rabbi Yezer Omer, Mayeikar Nosel Zimdo for Rabbanan." 
The Chum disagree. Why? Hanu lav kliyomnes ninu. These are not considered work tools. The kli of the kelim of zumnes el mechatim ninu. These are considered property and not uh, not ordinary craftsman's tools. The Gemara, the distinction is not clear, as we'll see later in the fourth chair. Hopefully, we'll see that Pesachoshin tries to figure out what's the difference between a hammer and an axe and adds and uh, donkeys and an oxen. The difference is not so clear, but this is the halacha that we leave him 30 days of food, 12 months of clothing, certain, according to the details in the Mishnah and the Gemara, certain, certain quantities and certain types of work tools, and everything else is given to the creditors.